hello, future Taryn here. I'm aware that this episode is a week late. I'm sorry. I got in a fight with my editing software and tried to find any kind of way that I didn't have to pay money to access it. But unfortunately, uh, I do. So that took a week, but we're back on track. You'll get this episode today uh, and then you'll get the most recent episode on Thursday or something like that later in the week. Thank you for your patience. And it was a fun episode. So enjoy. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. Hello and welcome to the Yarra Jets podcast. Yes, we missed a week, but yes, we are back now. We make no apologies for our missing of a week because we don't take backward steps on this podcast. That was a little bit much, but you know, you get the idea. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we are recording this podcast and that we play our football. That is the lands of the Wurundjeri people. Sovereignty was never ceded and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So I am your host once again. My name is Taryn. With me as always, Fiona Dutchie Holland. Dutchie, how's it going? I'm really well, Taryn. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Good to hear our guest today we have a returning guest for the second time we have m state three player this season how you doing hello i'm good thanks good good and then we have for the first time on the podcast oh my god drum roll please (laughs) it's danny from the state two team this season how you doing i'm good hello thank you finally my chance is here because you are new to the podcast, Danny, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about a, a one-minute spiel? Who are you? What do you do? What's what's your football history? Oh, my God, this is so hard. And you asked me to do this when you first met me. You were like, let me tell you, tell me your life in 30 seconds. And it's just a lot of pressure, Taryn. But, um, <laughs> it's efficient, though. I know. I'm from Tassie. My twin sister is Bridge. I moved over to Melbourne, joined Fitzroy, and then we moved over together to the Jetties. And I've been playing soccer for a long, long time. Mm. Your mum is like a legend of Tasmanian football, right? Yes. Yeah. She played until she was like 61. Yeah. Legends. We can only aspire to still be playing when we're 61. Dutchie's pretty close, so uh, not too long to go. He's up, he's up. I'm getting there. I've got to try and break that record, apparently. I don't know that I'll make it that long. Let's see. I definitely won't. I don't know if I'm going to make it to 35 as, as it's going at the moment. All right, so we'll get straight into the recapping of the action, a double home game this week, which was really, really exciting. We love a double home game. There were toasties, there were dogs, there was stuff going on. Absolutely love to see it. Um, You played in the State 3 game against Collingwood City. It was Unfortunately, not the first point uh, of the season for you guys, but uh, still plenty of positives from the performance. Yeah, absolutely. It was felt like a draw, to be honest. Um, and I was telling my colleagues today, we only lost 4-0, and everyone was like, woo! <laughs> um, we, yeah, at halftime... We were stoked. We were like, I think this is our best half yet um, for the season. We'd only conceded two. Dutchie, correct me. Was it two in each half that we conceded? I think in the first half it was only one. One in the first half, three in the second. Right, right. So, yeah, definitely our our best game yet. 
um, we actually have been we're doing some of the things we'd been working on in training. We were communicating better. We were positioning better, supporting each other, mostly like playing the way we face, trying to anticipate things better. Um, we did have a few people out kind of last minute, didn't we, um, with sicknesses and people overseas and things like that. I think we so only we had did. two on the bench, which is unusual, wasn't it, Em? Yeah, and then... Um, and then someone Kiri. arrived pretty late because they forgot their boots from memory. <laughs> oh, who was that? <laughs> I body turned up. I thought I was doing so good. I was... I was so smug and organized, and I'd put on the slow cooker <laughs> after the game. I was like, I am nailing life. Yeah. And then I had my boots by the heater because they were still a bit wet from like Tuesday to training. I was like, I'll just quickly grab my boots on the way out and they'll be dry and warm. No, I've got all the way there. Bloody forgot to drive all the way home. <laughs> Go back. Well, well, um, you did better so. than the other team, Em, because while you just forgot your boots, uh, I believe there was a sock incident at the beginning of this game as well. Can you elaborate on the sock incident? Maybe You'll you can't, Em, because you weren't there. <laughs> they, I did notice that they had black socks on when they I had black socks on. The second yeah. so, so there was a clash with our socks, and um, we got asked by the referee if. I think there was already a plan for them to go and get another set of socks for their players, but there was a chance that they might be late. The ref was prepared to start the game late if we were happy to do that and we'd play shorter halves and have a shorter halftime. Or if they weren't going to get them in a timely manner, we could ask to either forfeit the game or wait a bit longer and play, but it would be much shorter. So I think we had a bit of a team discussion about what we might do. Would we play by the rules and... uh, play the technicality, which I think uh, the decision was that we might, given that the points might be helpful at this time of the season. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, in the end, they got their socks in time, so we had to play. Oh, I did not know any of this. Yeah, it's what you miss when you leave your boots at home, these discussions. (laughs) It it looked like someone arrived with like a bag like it looks like they'd been to like uni hill or something yeah, <laughs> like, Rebel whoever or... the hero yeah. of collingwood city who like ran up the road in their car and got like 15 pairs of white socks <laughs> like icon what an icon yeah mvp for them but yeah can you tell us a little bit more i guess about the game itself um obviously uh, i saw the first half and the goal that they scored in the first half was a was a very good goal to be fair it was the player went on a solo run and banged it in the bottom corner um but for context as well this team went second on the ladder so this is a you know a a, a very good team and um the performance was certainly nothing to be sniffed at from us for sure yeah, they had some really kind of star players, I'd say. But um, and I know we said it kind of a lot last year. Um, some quite young, fast ones, but they they definitely were. Um, and in the second half, they just started taking shots like outside the box. Just I guess doing the numbers game, figuring the more they shoot, obviously the more they'll score. Um. But the Cords had her best game yet as well. Um, she saved so many um, and she would, some of them like she'd stop and then she'd have to dive on it while like three of them are running in at her and she was just like owning it, which was so awesome to see. Um, our back line was solid, like Dutchie, um, your your crew felt Mm-hmm. reliable Milo, Milo Nia and Cookie with the four at the back so yeah good players to play alongside yeah Nia was doing or Swervy I should say doing her iconic like slide tackles um saved us a few times she said she chopped up the ground quite a lot <laughs> it's about right yeah so I'm gonna blame anyone <laughs> 
yeah, I think we we definitely had um kind of a few good moments like even moving forward which was good um kind of like in the attacking third and getting up there Anna was like doing some good runs on the wing um especially in the first half who, um who else Dutchy do you think like were kind of yeah, I think, I think the, there were a few, like we were able to keep it in our half a lot more than maybe what we had in previous games, which I think is we can attribute to the work that we've been doing at training and, um, you know, just controlling the ball, playing the way we face and making a good pass. Um, I think just having you back in made a, made a big difference. I think just having your experience on the pitch just kind of calmed things down in the midfield there. So I think that was noticeable. Um, but, yeah, some great efforts by, you know, a lot of players. I think it was really hard for us. You know, we were at the pub afterwards kind of saying, oh, who do we think we'll give our votes to this week? Like, who's best on ground? And we felt like it was quite fairly even, like everyone just played yeah. really well and rose to the occasion. So yeah. I thought that was really positive. Everyone just kind of kept going and just, you know, that those last few steps kind of just putting their body on the line or getting back or um, really working hard for each other. I feel like we're kind of gelling more now. Yeah, I agree. And still with players missing. So I think it was, um, you know, there's still a way for us to come, but I think it was really positive start. And I think we all feel pretty uplifted by the result, given it was, um, you know, we still lost, but it was a better loss than what we've had in previous weeks. And I think we can keep building on that. Yeah, definitely. Do you think um do you think it's a case now of you can see the vision starting to happen? You can see the way that you want to play and you can see glimpses of it and yes, you know, on this occasion the other team was still better, but you can see the the path forward. Yeah, it definitely feels more hopeful um like we actually could play some good football. It felt better. Um it looked better, I think. That definitely feel like we're on the right like trajectory. And I think as well, like we've just got to start taking shots. That's our next little step, I think. We're getting it up in the forward line and I think we've just, if we can execute a few more shots, it's easy for me to say in defence, obviously, because I'm not the one up there. But I think um, Nia from defence took the ball right up and uh, she passed it off and she ran back and said, I should have taken a shot. And I said, yeah, you should have. Like we're not getting many shots off. Let's just take them. And with her kick... You never know what might have happened. So I think that's the next step. Let's just start taking shots and having a bit of fun with that if we can. Yeah, I agree. Let's just do it. Well, you've got to be in it to win it. <laughs> as as they say, as a wise person once said. All right, we'll move on now. As I said, it was a double home game this week, which was awesome. And the State 2 has played Directly after, we played Maccabi and it was a 1-0 win. A free kick to Kayla in the second half uh, meant that we are back to winning ways. Our third clean sheet in five games as well, which is which is really, really wow. cool. Uh, big shout out to Chloe in the defense there. Danny, talk us through the game. How did you see it? <laughs> From what I remember, um, we had... We, I feel like we didn't have a huge amount of shots on goal and I don't think the other team did either. Although Chloe had to make a couple of really good saves and a few of our defenders um, saved us a few times. So I think we were lucky that they didn't score um, and our free kick, like it was just a beautiful free kick from Kayla. She just placed it so well right over the top of the wall. And the keeper. Um, yeah, I feel like we have some really good passages of play, passing it around and, you know, trying to do that, the simple stuff. And, um, you know, I, I feel like the other team were doing a lot of long balls over the top, which we, we talked about during the game. And um, we kind of got a little bit scrappy at times, um, probably just trying to like, prevent them from doing those long balls but 
you know, we'd lose the ball in. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, it felt like a good game though. Like I thought we, there's this, a lot of positive stuff and we had um, Charlotte playing as well, um, playing up, which was really exciting. Um, she's really talented. All of the young ones are really talented. Yeah. It's difficult for me to not to get too coachy on the podcast because, like, <laughs> it's really – I'm, like, having to, you know – I think it was great to get the win and I think we deserve the win. I think we played the way that we can play for about 25 or 30 minutes in the second half and that was the passage of play that won us the game. And then I think the last 15 minutes, you can be forgiven for panicking a little bit with a 1-0 lead. Um but the whole first half, yeah, it was a little bit like we would play the ball around the back and then as soon as it got to the halfway line, it was like long ball. It was like, no, like, ah. Um, yeah, without being too coachy. Um, but we got into the second half. We addressed the issue. I think everyone on the field could see it as well. Um, I didn't really need to say that much. I think people sort of understood what was going on. Uh, and we fixed it. And there were some beautiful passages of play in that second half uh, involving every player on the pitch. We'd switch from one side to the other and then go, you know, one, two, three, four, five passes. Uh, There was one particularly really wonderful passage of play where um, Luce ended up with the ball, squared it to Jade. um, And it was just like, like the build up to that was perfect. The pass Mm. was perfect. I remember Um, that their keeper just managed to pull off the save unfortunately um even the the foul that led to the free kick that led to the goal um was just the result of some some really nice build-up play it was candles that was fouled on the edge of the area so yeah lots of lots of massive positives um but we can we can play a lot better than that for the full 90 and i'm looking forward to uh to that (laughs) What say say more? Don't don't let me go say on more. a coach monologue. <laughs> I I have a shocking memory, and it was only yes. Was it yesterday? Was yes. Yesterday? I think watching from the sideline, it was really nice just to see even how you you guys as a team are forming more. Um, and learning to play with each other. I think we've had a lot of new players coming to the team this year and it was just really nice to see the number of passes that were being connected and how you were all playing together. It was nice mm-hmm. football for times of that match and I wish we could play that way, but, you know, we can aspire to that, but very inspirational. <laughs> yeah, I think like Kirsten and Lily did some amazing passing. Um, yeah, yep. Lily fans. was amazing yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Candles was just like doing all these really tricky things and getting around players. It looked so cool. <laughs> and I feel it like um, people are, are getting more confident as well, playing with each other. You know, there's a, there's more talk from everyone, you know, like the younger players talking to the older players and vice versa. And it's, it's communication only helps, you know, make a team better. So that's really good. Yeah, actually that was the same with our game too like um Ella who's one of our younger ones um was kind of just like bossing the midfield and she was like you get back here you where are you (laughs) sorry miss like (laughs) but I was like so impressed it was helpful yeah Yeah, it's what we need yep thank you That's so good. You love, love to hear that. Uh, I mean, I can't really think of any like funny things that happened yesterday. It was a very sort of standard day. I mean, the sock incident in state three was the big one. You know what is worth mentioning? I don't think we had any random dogs run onto the pitch. No. Either game. Very unusual. Very unusual. Oh, there was a dog though threatened to run on the pitch someone had to grab it oh, I don't, don't tell me their their was. owner didn't have them on the lead no, the, is that yeah, what happened their owner they didn't did. have them on the lead and it was wandering up the sideline and I don't remember who it was but someone was was very annoyed about it because they came back to the bench sort of huffing <laughs> I, I I don't I don't exactly remember and they they grabbed the dog and brought it back to the owner mm. and then the owner let it off again and it was just wandering around it's like guys 
Yeah, oh, I reckon we should create a fine. Angry. We could yeah, create a like a fake fine system that's just like a jetty sting, and we give them a bit of paper, and they have to pay us when they have the dog <laughs> off their leash. I love that. Yeah, we could make it official. Well, kind of official enough that it's not official because it might not be club endorsed, but we'll make it endorsed from the podcast. Podcast um, endorsed. I'll get the laminator from work. We'll oh, print them up. I like. love laminating. Yep, so good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll make it. We'll make it so. So it can't be like formally linked to the Jets. We'll just misspell it or something. <laughs> So, so like good. in the Aldi version of just... <laughs> <laughs> not official, but it hopefully it'll scare the owners away. It would, yeah, it would just give them our bank account or, instead of like a former bank account or something. Like, like a citizen's arrest. Like <laughs> I do not consent. I do not consent. <laughs> Let's work this uh, offline, Em. Yeah, we got a we got a proof of concept here. I mean, hey, I watched a whole 90-minute YouTube explainer about sovereign citizens the other day. Like, I'm totally about this. I know exactly uh, what's going on. According okay. to the according to the Magna Carta, you can't have your dogs off the lead. <laughs> well, on that note, Dutchie, it is time for our trivia quiz question segment. Can you please give us a rolling count of where we are currently at? Yes, I can. It's official. I've done the math. So state two are leading. They're on four and everyone else is equal on three. There you go. Shout out to Kirsten uh, for yeah. accumulating most of those points. Exactly. But it's time to uh, break that trend. So, Danny, you're not going to get any tonight, Jesus. hopefully. I probably wasn't going to get any anyway. <laughs> now well, you're talking to me. <laughs> we'll get Danny on the back foot to start off. Danny, can you ask us your quiz question for today? My quiz question is, which Jetty's player is also a DJ by night? Mm. I'm going to guess Mars. Okay. I mean, that would have been my guess as well, but I, I don't, I don't want to guess the same thing. You know, we've got to, we've got to mix it up. I also feel like that would be too obvious. So, mm. <laughs> well, maybe Danny's the only one that knows that. True. Maybe it's secret. Maybe. So you should give me a hint because Mars plays on my team, <laughs> and but I don't so... want to win. <laughs> I mean, Grace is a music person, but I don't think they DJ. I, I, I maybe, maybe they did in the past. Yeah, they're they're a music oh. a musical person. Yes, and I saw when I went over there the other day a very really nice uh, record player and mm. record collection. So, um, are they okay. a vinyl DJ? See, I also feel like I would know this, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna rule Grace out because I, I feel like that's yeah. something I should know. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Ooh, is one of the Paul? newbies. <laughs> Paul. Paul. <laughs> Paul could do it. Paul would be DJ. <laughs> In the southeast suburbs. <laughs> at, at the RSL. <laughs> There's something we don't know, Danny, that you do. Yeah. I'm locking I'm locking it in. I'm locking in Paul. <laughs> <laughs> If you get this right, I'll die. And Taryn, <laughs> is, is your vote Grace? Uh, fine, just because I know they're music adjacent. I don't think they DJ, <laughs> no, but fine. I do you know. I reckon it's. Um, I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna withdraw my decision <laughs> because you did say player, didn't you? I did. I did. Um. I reckon it's one of the young'uns. Mm. Which one? There's like there's the young young'uns and then there's like the medium young'uns, isn't oh, there? Oh, true. Maybe it's one of the medium young'uns. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Because the young young'uns like can't go into <laughs> go bars. <to> <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll 
I'm going to say um, Lily. You're I reckon right. there's potential there. Right. Yeah. Good work, Em. <laughs> Woo. Lily, DJ. This is good to DJ. know. One yeah. of the medium young'uns comes good. The medium <laughs> young'uns. <laughs> An underappreciated demographic. <laughs> the future of tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. We'll have to go see them play one night. Do you know the no. DJ no. name? No, I don't. Do, I don't. Do you think they have a DJ name? Surely. I hope it's a fun pun. Lily, if you're listening, what's your <laughs> DJ name? Lily? We need Lily's to know. Lily's going to Europe. I know. Oh, oh well, we need to get Lily Anna. on the pod before they go to Europe. No, they're, they're, they're going. They're uh-huh. not playing Lily again. They'll be back. It's, they're going okay. for six weeks. They'll be back. Second we'll half of the season. Back, yeah. We'll get them on. All right. Team trip to Europe to watch <laughs> Lily DJ <laughs> in summer. Like, in like a beefer or something. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. All right, Em. Uh, now that you got that right, what's your question for us? Okay. Um my question is can you name all four WSL clubs that Nikita Paris has played for? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you two go and then I'll have a guess. I know I, at least one. I know at least one. Person is. Who are they? Uh, um a player in England in the WSL in England. Hmm. Before we answer why Nikita Paris, was she just on your mind? Like what like why are we, yeah. why are we talking she, about her? <laughs> I quite like her. I know. But I was just watching the um the mini match for this is a hint. I was just rewatching it well, watching the mini match from the game that was played here in like the middle of the night. Um, which I'll give you another hint, which was a derby. And that's yep. why I started thinking about her. Mm. So, does that help, mm. Dutch? I know. Well, I feel like if I answer, I'm going to. Well, Taryn might know, but I know she played for Arsenal and she left Arsenal maybe last season and has joined another club. So, that will be one of the Manchesters. Yeah. Is it United or City? I'm going to go United. I reckon she went to United. And before that, so before Arsenal, I'm just going to take a guess now. Um, maybe she played for Everton and maybe she played for, does Birmingham have club? No. Uh, they don't? Uh, used to. Oh, they don't but now? Not in the, not in oh, the WSL. WSL. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say Chelsea. So you've said Tell me, are you so Manchester have, you United, Arsenal, Everton, and Chelsea? Are my four? Fucking close. Oh, I'm going to say. Oh, here we go. Danny's in the mix. Everton, because you you made a look when Dutchie said Everton, so I'm going to go Everton. I'm going to go Arsenal. I'm going to go Man City <laughs> and Man United. I'm trying not to make facial expressions. <clears throat> All right. Definitely Arsenal. I don't know which club she went for this year, which is I've not been watching enough WSL highlights. Uh, because mm, let's go uh, United won. So let's go United. If she's on your mind, let's go United. Your face right now is hilarious, Em. <laughs> Em is really trying hard not to give it away. Well, Arsenal like, United. Uh... Um. Oh, Nikita Paris. Where did she grow up? I know nothing about her. <laughs> um. Uh. Everton and West Ham. 
did you say, tell me, just summarise your four again. Everton, Arsenal, United, Everton, West Ham. Oh, also very close. Danny somehow has guessed this right. Fuck yes. Dead like well done. That was a really good guess. What was what was your four again? Arsenal, Everton, City and United. Wow. <laughs> so where is she now? She's at United? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. She did play for City like reasonably recently. Yeah. Wow. Why does she move around so often? She's a good player. She's in the lioness. Well, they all move she? around a fair bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. That's over the last like eight years or something. Yeah. Okay. Nikita Josephine Paris, born 10 March 1994, is an English professional footballer who plays as a forward for Women's Super League Club. Manchester United and the England national team. She previously played for Division One Feminine Club, Olympic Lyonnais, Manchester City, Everton, and Arsenal. She was born in Liverpool but never played for Liverpool. Uh, ah, because she played for Everton because Everton is in Liverpool. That makes sense. She has 71 caps for England and 17 goals. There you wow. go. Is now she one something... for the World Cup? She doesn't get as much like minutes with the lionesses um but she's pretty good i think she'll be there though she was in the euro squad yeah yeah and they've got a few injuries now Mm. yeah they do yeah all right duchy what's your question for us okay my question because i haven't done a lot of preparation it's a two-part question whereabouts on the ladder now who's on the top of the ladder in the State League 2 and the State League 3 competitions that where both teams are playing in? Oh, I know State oh, 2. Oh, do you know, Taryn? I know State 2. I don't know State 3. Okay. Let's go State 2 first. You Hopefully it's first, all been Taryn. updated. <laughs> Did you want me to go? Because <laughs> I'll just copy Right, you'll copy my homework. Uh, stay two is Elwood because I looked today. They are five wins from Why five. I say Elwood. Yeah, they're the they're the team that we played in round one. So the the two teams that we've lost to are one and two. Just FYI. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't. I could not tell you stay three though. I'm sorry. <laughs> Disappointing. M. Chance of, for a point here. Oh, um, oh, I think it'll be a Manningham, Manningham United. Danny, do you want to have a guess? Uh, yes, I will guess um, Melbourne Uni. Karen, do you want to have a guess? Can I have a guess? Yep. So... Maria's team was thrashed by another team. And I'm trying to remember who that team was. That's why I, I was thinking, I was going to say Monash. But they got Maria's thrashed by and they team. got beaten. They got thrashed in like the first round. And I'm pretty sure it was by Manningham, but I can't exactly. Is there Afghan remember. team in your league? Maybe they're top. I'm going to go with the Afghan team. Oh, the the ones we played last year. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's the actual, oh, no. the official like Melbourne Victory sponsored oh. Afghan women's national team. Oh, prob- oh, yeah, right. Yep, they're on top of the ladder. Oh, nice. But it's it's probably only because Manningham look like they've got to play a catch up game, so they've only played three games, whereas other teams have played four and five. Obviously, we've got the bye in our league as well, so Melbourne Victory are on top. They've only played four games, but they're four wins, no losses. So, and Manningham have played three games and they're three wins for no losses. Is so it we'll... interesting? Oh, Manningham it was Manningham happened. that thrashed Monash City. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, got it. Got it. Oh, got it. so that was means I'm right, except for they have a game to catch well, up. Well, but, but it's as of today. Yeah. It's whoever, yeah. So, technicality. So, does that mean Taryn gets Righto. the state three? Did Taryn get the state two, or is that. Yes. You're getting two yeah. points, Taryn. Okay. There we go. Good two guess. Come on. Let's go. 
<laughs> All right. My question. So I mentioned earlier this season, State 2 has already kept three clean sheets in five rounds. Last season, over 18 rounds, how many clean sheets did State 2 keep? Last year? Last year. Yeah, last year. I'm going to say five. Not many when I was keeping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not many when I was keeping. I I don't reckon I kept a clean sheet. Maybe one in in my six games, mind you. We might. I don't think we won. We obviously won a few games, but I don't know if we had that many clean sheets. No, I don't think we had a lot. I'm going to say three. Three. Okay. I'm just going to say four. You're correct, Em. It was four. Yeah. <laughs> so Good yeah, work. we're already we're already up to three after five rounds. Last season we had four the entire season. Wow. To be fair, I went and played six games all season. So uh the Gertie kept a lot. Uh for those who weren't here last season, Gertie kept a lot. Um M kept a lot. T did it a little bit, Grace did it a little bit. It was a bit of a miss, you know, whoever was yeah. available on the day. Milo did a little bit, I think, as well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't great. Shout out to Chloe. Thanks for being around. (laughs) I was going to say back when you were talking about the State 2 game, that save where Chloe came right to the edge of the box and just, like, lied down and just stopped (laughs) with the ball and the player just went over. That was awesome. That was so good. Yeah. That is a vintage Chloe hand save. That is that is what <laughs> she does. Edge of the area, you are not getting past her. Hundred and ten percent, bloody legend. All right, well, we'll move on to everyone's favorite segment. It is the scouting segment with Duchy for next week. Duchy, two games. Yep, I've got some good information. Go today. on, give it to us, <laughs> give it to us. All right, we'll start with the State 2 because chronologically you're playing first. We both play on Sunday, but uh, State 2 are playing Clifton Hill at 11 o'clock in the morning. Love a morning game. Uh, you're playing at Quarry Park. Now, Clifton Hill are currently sitting eighth on the ladder. So they've had one win, they've had four losses, and their goal difference is minus one. Their only win was against Berwick, so they beat Berwick 7-0. Um, they've lost to Melbourne Uni 1-0, they lost to Elwood 4-0, they lost to Noble Park 3-2, and they lost to Doveton 4-2. So just to give you guys a bit of a sense of what you might be up against. Um, now, Clifton Hill are quite familiar to us. We played them, or the the State 3 team played them in our league last year. Um, they, finished on the sec- uh, they finished second on the ladder with 11 wins. They were quite a force to be reckoned with when we played them, um, but obviously struggling Probably, you know, not, not doing so well in State League 2. I guess the interesting thing is Clifton Hill, Clifton Hill also have a team in State League 1. Um, so they're quite a strong women's club. Um, what I have noticed is, you know, probably on their social media, there's probably more focus on the State League 1 team than the State League t- 3 team. I did see when they did win, they did know the know the words to their song, um, and that's probably because they won so many times last year. Um, and their their song is to the same tune as the Tigers Richmond Football Club song. You know, we're from Tigerland. I think it's we're from Clifton Hill. Um, other things to note, as I said, there's been a much bigger focus on their State League One on their socials. Um, their State League One started their preseason back in October or November, but it looks like the State Three started at the end of January. They sound a little bit like us. Um, they did have a strength and conditioning training session, which I'm sure was for the whole women's program, but only 12 players attended. So, <laughs> you know, it looked impressive on social media, but if you're just attending one strength and conditioning training and only 12 players attend, <laughs> no, I don't. I would say it's probably not going to make a big difference. But, yeah, um, I don't do weights either. <laughs> yeah, well, we probably should. It might make a difference, but I'm sure you can't just turn up once and expect it to make a big change. So whoopee-doo. Um, that's really all I have on them. But, you know, I think it'll be a good, I don't know, what do you think? I think you should win, should we oh, Well, say? keeping in mind the teams, the teams they've lost yeah. to are all very strong teams. Yeah, um, yeah. 
like they and they Noble were, Park, yeah. I think it was fairly close. So yes. they might, you know, it might be an interesting game. I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, no easy games in this league. No. And it's one that we can probably come down and watch potentially for part of it because the state three team are playing at Elfington, so nice and close, and we're playing at one thirty p.m. So we might be able to watch a little bit of the uh, the state two team if we're keen. Um, Elfington are currently eighth on the ladder as well. Now we're ninth, so they're uh, one above us, but that mm. might be nice to play a team that's similar to us. Um, they've had three losses and one draw. They've got a goal difference of minus 20. It is better than our goal difference, but anyway. Um, so their losses, they've lost to Monash 4-0. They lost to Manningham 10-0. They lost to uh, Melbourne Victory uh, 7-1. So they scored against Melbourne Victory. And their draw was against Collingwood, who we played last um, yesterday. So they had a one-all draw against Collingwood. So again, I think they've played some pretty strong teams as well, um, which might be why they're they're sitting eighth. But we'll give them a crack. Um, last year they were in State League Four East. Uh, they finished second on the ladder with thirteen wins. When I've had a look at their socials, I can see they've only got one women's team. They're called the Blue Tongues. Um, they're sponsored by a Japanese cafe in Elfington, which I thought was quite cool. Um, you know, we always like a bit of Japanese food. Um, the interesting thing with this team, they look quite young and just a bit of a side story. I have a friend who used to play for Fitzroy City who has moved into the area and I keep telling her to come down and play for Yarra Jets and she hasn't played for about 10 years and she thought I might just try out at Elfington. So she filled out their little jot form for an EOI and she would probably be in her mid to late thirties now and she didn't get contacted. Now, what I'm saying is this team's a young team. I don't think they're interested in older players. Um, I saw on their socials that they were looking for players a few months ago, but they only call the ones they want, I believe. I know, that's what I think. We kind of have a laugh and we go, oh, well, they didn't want you. She's actually a very good player, but she just hasn't played for a while. But um, they are a young team, and I think we know that. I think they're prob- I think from memory they're a team that probably played in the under-18s and then has started moving up from State 5, State 4, and now they're in State 3. Um, so I think but, they'll be quite like, a strong it's team. State 3, like what? Don't at least call people. I don't oh, maybe, know. Maybe like, they just thought the demographic wouldn't fit with the, the culture of the club. I don't know, but it's, I don't know, it's a little bit funny, isn't it? So I, I, what I'm saying is I'm expecting them all to be quite young. And if they're not, I'll be even more annoyed because they didn't call my friend. <laughs> or maybe it's just like a disorganised club and no one checks the EOI. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, However, also very social, possible. In, in about November, they did post specifically an EOI for the women's teams fill out this jot form. Like you'd think they'd be checking it if they're asking for it, but you're right, someone's Taryn. Someone's forgot. Is... Someone's forgot a login password someone, or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe maybe checked it a month or two later and thought, oh, it's probably too late. She's probably moved on to another club. Someone snapped her up. Can we snap her up? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, send her away for sure. Yeah. Yep. We'll see. She's a good slide tra- slide tackler, actually. So oh. Andy, we'll go next yeah. to Nia Pads. Exactly, and a defender. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, that's all I've got. So go State League Three. I want to um let let's see how we go against Elfington. Scouting. Yep. Yep. I got some good stuff. I told you. Well, <laughs> State Twos will definitely be able to watch the State Threes at Elfington. You don't have too many excuses. What else are you doing on a Sunday afternoon? Normally, you reserve it for football, and it's been taken by the morning. So you should be able and to the, go grab a bite to eat and then head over to Elfington. And it's quite a nice pitch there at Elfington, and just um it does have the RSL located next door. So if you want snacks or drinks i'm sure you can just sip in there quite easily that's great Paul's news. probably in there deep daying <laughs> <laughs> you might like see Paul DJing in the rsl <laughs> <laughs> we'll go down after <laughs> <laughs> i just love that image <laughs> dj paul <laughs> Alrighty, we have reached our last segment of the podcast. The most wholesome segment, the nicest segment. It is our moment of the week. Danny, take us away. What was your moment of the week? My moment was um just after the game when we all went to the pub. Because it was just really nice to catch up with everyone. 
and you know like getting those opportunities because you know we're so serious at training we just don't talk you know we're just taking it so seriously you don't let us talk to each other and so <laughs> you need these opportunities to like get to know each other <laughs> no having fun allowed no having training. fun so it's nice um just to have some chats with the people that we play with yeah it was really lovely em what was your moment of the week um i think just being in like the perfect position to see the goal in the state two game like that it was just beautiful how it just like curled in just sailed in like the wheel jumped up and cheered it was awesome that was really exciting Dutchie? yeah sorry i'm gonna say em when um you carried Angus on your shoulders. Oh, that was cute because he was kicking his little legs because he was excited. <laughs> He's like flapping around and I was like, is he happy? Like because I couldn't see his face. And then Bridget was like, yeah, he's happy. <laughs> for, for context, Angus is Bridget's little one. Angus is 18 months now? Um, He is two years. Two years. Jesus Christ. Um, or one month, literally two years and one month today. Wow. <laughs> he kept um, wanting to go on the field and he was saying, Danny, and then he, and then he was trying to kick the ball on the field. And then Bridge and I kept trying to, like, sh- um, shepherd him back kind of thing. <laughs> like, well, they might, have... might not have been any dog invasions, but there was almost a, a child invasion. <laughs> I was yeah. worried the ref might tell him off at some point or tell the parent <laughs> off for the child getting too close to the pitch. It was well, very we, all, we all remember that. We from, all remember uh, that. from last season. Yeah. Dudgy, what was your moment of the week? Um, so my moment of the week, I only half heard it, but I got relayed the story afterwards and suggested that I should mention it on this uh, pod. So apparently Claudia, our new goalkeeper, made a comment before the game. Ah, oh, I got new context. I can see. And we're like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, well, I got new contacts. I've put them in. She goes, I can see the ball. (laughs) We're like, okay, so what's been happening in the previous games? She's like, I just couldn't see the ball. We're like, great. (laughs) This is amazing. Um, Yeah, so contacts, you know, she had a great game. She still still played well previously, but, yeah, if contacts make a difference, let's go for it. Anyway, we all just thought that was pretty funny. We're like, what the hell have you been doing previously? (laughs) Just sort of It must have been scary. Yeah. I can imagine it would have been scary with all the balls coming at her, but she did pretty well. Yeah, but she definitely did better with <laughs> my my other highlight, can I have another moment? Yeah, go on. I just I was watching the state two t- team and I realized that Lance wears her shorts up really high. Like she's actually like a Harry high pants. <laughs> and I told her I was gonna say this on the part pod, but can you just take notice next week how high her shorts are? And it. then and then take a look at Danny's shorts that you just you just can't see at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because Danny wears a jersey like big and out and yeah. little shorts and it looks like she's not wearing any pants. Yeah, and then you've and got Harry, Harry High Pants that. in the back line. <laughs> what That's... can I say? I just like to get my pins out. <laughs> <laughs> Both have great pins. So Yeah, exactly. Lance does pull off the Harry High Pants, I will say. She looks great. Anyone does, she does. She does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Go on, Taryn. Uh, my moment of the week was during the game. Actually, I touched on it earlier. There was this one particular move, and it was in the first sort of five minutes of the second half. Because uh, I had a little bit of a go at them at halftime. And they went back out on the field um, in a very calm way. I never yelled. They went back out on the field um, and immediately did what I asked. And after about five minutes, there was this move again. It started from 
the other side of the field. The ball was switched. Like every single player on the pitch was involved. Like Gwen was involved. Um, uh, Kirsten was involved. Annabelle was involved. Jade was involved. I don't know. It was just like such a wonderful flowing passing move. And it didn't quite come off. It didn't quite result in a goal. But it was the kind of play that was just like beautiful. Um and yeah, I guess just those moments throughout the game, like that there was the that one that I remember. It was maybe like 15 or so minutes actually into the second half. Um, but then there was a few occasions like Charlotte nutmegged a few people, like just made people look absolutely silly. Um, <laughs> coming up and, and helping us out from the 18s. Uh Annabelle did the same a couple of times, just made just made people look absolutely silly uh in defense. And that is always really fun to see. So yeah. <laughs> Good football, my moments of the week. <laughs> All righty. Well, that is us for this week. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, all of your podcasting platforms. Follow us there. Leave us five stars on Spotify. We're so close to 35 star ratings. And I know that more than 30 of you listen. So yeah, listen do to it. an episode on Spotify, rate us five stars, and uh, you never know, some random person might listen one day that's <laughs> not one of us. <laughs> you can find the Yarra Jets on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Yarra Jets Pod. You can find us on Instagram, Yarra Jets WFC. Sam does such a wonderful job on the Instagram. I cannot stress enough how much you want to be following that Instagram. Uh, you'll also find the best on grounds for every week. They get a nice little photo uh, with a nice little thumbs up. So that is always a treat. You can follow me on Twitter at Taryn Hedo. You can follow Dutchie on Twitter at Fiona Holland um, with her sort of 10 posts that she's done in her life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you have any public social media accounts? No, I don't. Okay, that's um, completely fine. So Danny, do you have any public social media accounts? I do have a Twitter, but I don't know how to use it. <gasps> What's your Twitter? I'm going to follow you I right actually, now. I couldn't even tell you. I don't even know. I think I'd really like to get into Twitter. Like, I think I've got a lot of things to say. But um... <laughs> All right, so... Make sure you follow the Arrow Jets on Twitter. Make sure you follow the Arrow Jets on Instagram. Make sure you follow me and Dutchie on Twitter. And do not, under any circumstances, follow M or Danny unless we can find their Twitters and their public and they're actually relevant, which we may or may not be able to. We're not sure yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having a lovely morning, afternoon, or evening. And goodbye. Bye, see you tomorrow.